What's up, everybody? This is Sam Marcello. And Ryan Miller. And this is the My Life Podcast with uh, MyLifeDecals.com. www.MyLifeDecals.com to be more specific. Um, today, we're going to talk about going through the motions, uh, why that is not a good thing, what you can do to get out of it, um, things that how we think that you can stop going through the motions, um, and all these other different things. And again, you know, as always, we usually go through scenarios where we've been going through the motions. And uh, so again, we, we share tips, but it's not just, we're just not sharing tips from nowhere. We're talking about things from our own experience. Um, yeah, so, so let's start off with something fun. Yeah, so we're gonna start off with the questions. So who's your favorite superhero, Sam? Uh, Superman, 100%. I've even contemplated getting a Superman thing tattooed on my body, but <laughs> I haven't yet. But I do have a Superman painting in my apartment. I did not know that. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. So Superman, I know Does that mean so you can fly or so you can have x-ray vision or what? No, I just think All it's... All the above. I just think he's like, well, obviously he's like the OG he, of superheroes. He is the Superman. Yeah, he is the Superman. I just think like, literally, I'll be in the gym and I'm like, you got this weight on your back. Like, I just literally think I'm Superman. I just put it on my back. Like, it sounds crazy, but... That helps. Yeah. yeah. I just get in this, this headspace, yeah. So if you're in the gym and you're pretending like a Superman, what's your favorite exercise? I like that segue. Um, <laughs> my favorite exercise right now probably has to be... I've really been liking deadlifts, and I think the reason why is because I had a back injury, and I've just been able to, like, lift some, you know, somewhat heavy weight again recently, so that's been fun. Okay. So, um, I know you recently went to Thailand. Yeah. What was your favorite part about Thailand, or the experience, or whatever? Hmm. Any part, or... That's a really good question. Uh, I think, in general, anytime you travel, you learn something. So I, that's what, one of the reasons why I love travel is just like you always learn something by being around people that have a different background, different mindset. Um, and so being in Thailand, it was pretty bizarre because it was the first country I've been to where like no one speaks English, like literally no one. Even if you uh, get a tour guide, like they have very, very bad English and they can only speak, you know, like you'll ask them questions. And if you ask them something outside of like the very basic stuff that they're trying to show you, they, they, they won't be able to tell you. So that was kind of bizarre. But I think the coolest part was, um, I don't know, just be like, I was there during 4th of July. And so all this crazy stuff was going on at home. And I was over there and it was just like another day, you know. And so you think about that and it sounds like insignificant. But it's kind of cool because like, you know, you think that you're so important. You think that you're, you know, you think that your issues are important. You're the you center think, of the universe. Yeah, you, exactly. <laughs> And when you travel, you realize how small you are. And that can sound negative, but for me, it was a positive because it's like, man, there's so many people out there that are going through so many things. Like, it's just, you feel connected, but small at the same time. It's really hard to explain, but I guess a lot of the places I've traveled to have also been kind of um, some poorer areas that I've seen, like a lot of villages and stuff like that. And so it's also made me super grateful for, for you know, growing up where I have, being in America and, uh, and, and not dealing with stuff but it's also been crazy to see you know kids kicking around like a flat soccer ball you know in dirt with no shoes and they're like smiling and, and happy it, it's right. just like you know so i think that's been the coolest part that's cool so um moving on uh, so the first part is uh we want to talk about why you don't want to go through the motions in life and i think that's pretty obvious i mean you know we talked about on the first podcast about having a purpose and, and waking up motivated and, and happy and inspired. 
and uh, and having something that you're working towards, <clears throat> and that's a big part of not being, you know, going or not going through the motions. And so, you know, if you're going through the motions in life, you're there's nothing you're really chasing. There's nothing you're going for. There's no end to the path. You're just kind of existing. Um, and so then a lot of people do that, and they get to a certain point in their lives, and you know, maybe they're 40, 50, 60, and they look back and they're like, wow, like I really haven't done anything. And that's where you get like some maybe midlife crisis or you yeah, get some unhappiness. You have like a really bitter outlook on life. And yeah. Like, this life sucks. And yeah. You're like your life might suck. Mine's doing pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. So it's, yeah. So when you go through the motions, it's just like, you're not, you're not, um, at the optimal level that you could be, yeah. you know, you're basically, it's like you're leaving something left in the tank. You know, you're not, you're not using your potential. I, I honestly believe every single person on this planet was put here for a reason and has some sort of talent that no one else on the planet does. And that can be something really small or it could be something really yeah. big. What's, what's that quote? Um, if uh, er, the, the purpose of life is to find your purpose or yeah, something and then, that, yeah. and then, uh, and then give it away. Yeah. hundred percent. So you, you're meant to, to find what it is that you're good at, what it is that, uh, that, that can, can get you going. But then not only that, like Ryan said, like your mission or your uh, duty by finding that is to share it with other people. And that's what we're doing here. Um, you know, we found what, what gets us excited. Found our duty. We found our duty. And uh, <laughs> and um, and now we're sharing it. And so, you know, so that's why, obviously, you don't want to go through the motions. Um, you got anything before we move on? Um, I mean, I got plenty of stuff. Where are we moving on to? So what you... You should and can do in life instead. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit more about why you don't want to go through the motions. Because if you if you go through the motions at the time, it may seem fine because you go to your job and you go home and watch Desperate Housewives. You go home and watch your favorite whatever, yada, yada show. Um, so you don't feel like there's any problem with that. And like I said, for, for one part, you're not going to feel like you have a purpose. You have a reason for being. You're going to be confused on what life is and, and, and why you're here. That's that's a big part. And then also, um, you might end up in some sort of crisis. Because crisis doesn't just happen because it's just one isolated event that just randomly happened to a random person um, be, you know, uh, for no reason at all. A uh, crisis happens because of the, the things that lead up to it. And you might not notice it until you're in a big crisis. But the way to, to get out of a crisis is basically to avoid one. You know, is to, you don't want to, um, I don't know, for instance, let's say a tree falls on your roof. But you got no money to patch your roof. So now, look, all the water is getting in your house and you can't fix it. You don't have insurance, blah, blah, blah. So the, the point is is to make more money than you need so you can have a savings or make sure that you're putting aside, you know, 15% every month. So that way you're building a savings, make sure you, you, you're doing something to invest your money to, to make it grow. Um, so that way when a tree falls on your roof, you're like, Oh, $2,000 to yeah. fix it. Yeah. Here's a check. Come on, buddy. Come fix it. I'm not going to miss a, a minute of work or even, um, stress about it. You know, it's like, that's why I've been setting this money aside for the yeah. past three years, you know? Essentially, it's being proactive versus just waiting for right. things to happen and being reactive to the situation. Right. Because <clears throat> when you're... Because things will happen. Right. Things will happen. And, and when you're 
when you're not growing, you're dying sort of thing. When you're, yeah. you're, you're just wasting time on the couch. Well, mm-hmm. you're just waiting for something to happen. Yeah. So, so the, um, the and, and Ryan and I talked about in the first episode, kind of our stories and, you know, how we went down this like personal path. And I think you're always learning and growing. You're always kind of on the self discovery thing. I mean, me and Ryan are pretty self aware at this point, but, um, when you, are just going through the motions and you don't understand your purpose and you're, you're not living for something, you're just existing, you feel empty inside. Yeah. But if you aren't paying attention to it, you won't notice it. Right. But if you really start to pay attention, you'll notice that there's an emptiness inside of you. And Ryan and I had both felt that at different points in our life and that's why we're doing what we're doing now. So that's another big reason why. I mean, you, I mean why would you want to have this emptiness? Like you need to fill that with something Right. That makes you excited. And filling it with food or filling it with, um, you know, toys or, or going shopping or drugs or anything like that. None of that's going to fill it. Yeah. You know, and it might fill it for 10 minutes. But, you know, when that high wears off or that the, the newness of that outfit you just bought is not new anymore. You wore it twice and you're like, okay, right. I'm going to hang it in the closet. And then, and then, then where are you at? Then, then yeah. what are you doing? You know, and then, then you're out of money and yeah. out of time sort of. And that's almost exactly what happened to me, actually. I didn't. I don't know if I really talked about this in the first episode very much. I don't think I did. But basically, when I started college, like I had these things going on. They didn't pan out, and uh, essentially, I was just going through the motions in high school. I, I you know, never really got super involved, and um, just going through the motions. And when I hit college and I was on my own, you know, I started just drinking a lot with you know friends, you know, quote unquote friends, and. I was doing drugs and I would wake up and, you know, I would literally go to training, you know, to go work out, but I was, hung, you know, hung over and stuff like that. I mean, there's no way to train. And so I was just, again, I was going through the motions. And, and then when this point in my life hit me where like, I couldn't go through the motions anymore, you know, I, I tried to fill that void with, you know, sex, drugs, alcohol, like you name it rock and, and nothing. Yeah. And rock and roll and, uh, and nothing, nothing filled that void for me until, I started doing other things, you know, focusing on my faith, working out again with a purpose, you know, finding my passion. And, um, and that's when things started to look up for me. So I'm not saying you can never drink alcohol. I'm not saying sex is bad either, but when you're doing, you got to understand why you're doing things. And if you're just doing things to fill something up in you, that, that can potentially be negative. And that's where you see addictive personalities and stuff like that. Um, and you know, I definitely could have gone down that road. Um, if I, you know, wouldn't have, stopped so yeah so i guess did you did you hit a point where like some sort of breaking point where i don't know anything specific where you were like i really need to focus on jesus or i need to do Mm -hmm. something um i just i think what happened for me was is that i I was just doing it you know i was doing all the the drugs the, the the alcohol and everything else and I wasn't getting any happier. The reason I did all those things is because I was like, oh, this is going to make me happy. Right. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was happy in the moment when I was drinking. I was happy in the moment when I was high. I was happy in the moment while I was having sex with some random girl, you know, that I met, you know, or someone, you know, whatever it was. And, um, you know, as crude as that may seem, it's, I mean, a lot that happens to a lot of people, unfortunately. And so I think I was searching for happiness and when, you know, a year or two years had gone by and I hadn't found the happiness, I was like, look, I gotta, I remember, I think I just woke up one day and was like, this isn't working. And so I transferred schools to a smaller town 
and that didn't fix things overnight, but it put me on the path to start thinking about things more because I wasn't going out anymore. I wasn't, you know, just randomly having sex. So yeah, what might have seemed like a small step was actually a pretty big yeah, step in the right yeah. direction. So it wasn't like I had this like epiphany and like quit and I started doing amazing. Right. But I definitely made that change. And so yeah, one small step led to another small step. Exactly. It put me on the path. Put you on the path and then you could start seeing some results yeah. from that path and then it makes you want to do even more and better. Yeah. And yeah. then once you find, once you realize that happiness is in the process and that, and you find a thing that makes you happy, then you know, like once you know what that feels like, you know, like it's easy to be like, oh, well, alcohol makes me happy, but it really, you know, deep down it really doesn't like long term, like 24, seven, 365. Like the things that me and Ryan do right now, every single day makes us happy. doesn't mean every day is perfect, but like every single day I'm happy with who I am. Yeah. And once you actually feel that there's no changing it. Like, you know exactly what that feels like. And so for me and Ryan, we found that. And uh, obviously we're trying to help you guys do the same thing. Yeah. You can definitely get a fine happiness during, during the, you know, the progression of, of your goals. Um, and then even if you miss your goals, you just gotta, you know, take that as a, as another step of learning and, um, and, and realize that, you know, what you had to do to, to even get there, uh, was a growth process. You probably had to meet some great people or do some great things mm -hmm. in order, in order to even fail in a goal, you know, yeah. because you know, you're not going to get your, your dreams, or your goals right on the first try. Um, but just keep, keep working at it keep, keep looking forward. 100%. So what are, uh, what are some things you think the listeners can do or they maybe should do instead of just going through the motions? Um, I mean, I think we, we hit on a couple of them is, is try and try and find your faith in God, yeah. try and go to church, reach out to some people that you know that might help in that direction. Um, you can start meditating. Uh, you can you can download YouTube um, yeah. videos on how to meditate, guided meditations, and, and uh, there's there's so much yeah. info out there on YouTube on that um, that I won't go into a yeah. how to meditate because there's <laughs> so there's bad. people who specifically do that. Yeah, um, you can start start writing a notebook and figure out what your dreams and goals are, what your passions are, mm -hmm. and and um and start doing one step every day to follow them to achieve yeah. them um one of my mentors uh jack canfield is the author of chicken soup for the soul or chicken soup for everything in your mother nowadays and um he says that uh when when they were writing their book um when people asked him first off when people asked him what, what was he doing he didn't just say i'm writing a book he said, I am writing a best-selling novel or best-selling how-to, whatever. And so he had to have that as his goal to make sure it was going to be best-selling. Now, in order to do that, he didn't just like pray to Jesus and then write his book. He literally did five things every single day in order to make that a bestseller. So even in his off time, even when he was working on um, you know, his other full-time job or whatever, he was still doing five things every single day. So try and do at least one thing every day to fulfill your goal, and then maybe you can make it two, three, four, five, whatever. Yeah. But that's the only way to really achieve something worthwhile, and and know that you know any anything worthwhile should take some amount of time to do. Yeah. Um, so don't get discouraged and stick with it. Yeah. So I think the big takeaway there is action, and having some sort of plan. You know, um, 
you, sometimes you you just have to start doing things. Like when I didn't realize my passion was health and fitness, and so I started doing that until I started being around people like Ryan, you know, working at the shop, talking to people about their goals, and realize like how many people struggle with it. <clears throat> so just start doing things. Like if you're interested in music, just take some lessons, see where that goes. Like just start doing things that, and, and just do it. And like do it until it stops working and then either make adjustments or start doing something else. And, and that'll kind of take you down the path of, of figuring out what you like doing, what you don't like doing, what things you like doing more of and less of. And um, I think one of the big things for me that has helped me in my life the past couple of years to, to not get stuck in a rut, to not just go through the motions, is uh, having a date on the calendar. And what I mean by that is, is um, so fitness-wise, for example, I have a goal for myself, November 14th, to be down at a certain body weight. Um, I've never been down at that body weight before, 185, and so I'm just curious to see what that happens. You know, I've always been focused on just strength and performance, and so now I'm making a different goal, and I wanna see like how I feel there, how I uh, perform at that you know lower body weight, and um, and just go from there, and, and that's my goal. And so, but you can also have like a competition, like maybe there's a half marathon coming up. You set that date on the calendar, yeah. and that just puts more emphasis on your training. So you're not just going to the gym, just doing random things. You now have a purpose, and you now have something to train for. And so when you go in, yeah, not every training session is going to be amazing, but you have something that you're working towards, and that makes you more focused. And you can do the same thing with business or relationships or whatever. Like maybe your goal on the calendar is uh you know maybe you want to meet some new people so your goal is like i'm going to have three different dates you know in the next month or something or for your business like my goal is to hit 200k in revenue you know um on this date whatever it is or or and um by having those goals you may not always hit them or whatever but it's putting you in motion it's building that momentum and you're, you're building up focus that otherwise wouldn't be there if you didn't have a goal it's a tip for whenever you're setting those specific dates whether it be a marathon or a competition of some sort uh buy the ticket right away even if it's four or five months away just do it yeah. buy the ticket that you're gonna already spend the money on it so you're gonna that's gonna give you one more incentive reason to actually yeah. uh do it every single day you know because let, let's say you buy the ticket on on monday and by Friday, you, you're like, oh, I didn't even work out this week. Well, yeah. well, you're going to feel pretty stupid if you're like, man, I spent $150 on this thing and yeah. I know I didn't even work out. So so then it's going to motivate you more. Yeah. And then if you have, uh, let's say, like you said, uh, I want to have 200000 in revenue or something. Well, it's don't just put it on the calendar for November 15th, 200 k in revenue. Uh, you've got to then set up some, some smaller goals. And then, uh, you know, as, as in, um, you know, 25,000 this week or 25,000 next week, whatever. And not only that, but then you got to break that down into action items and how you're going to do it. How are we going to make 25,000 extra dollars? And what, who am I going to have to talk to? What events am I going to have to speak at? Um, you know, what, what's going to be involved? How many cups am I going to need? How many of this am I going to have to buy? So start start um, putting those kind of steps down 100%. in, in mm. order to uh you know to work toward that goal don't just stick yeah. don't just stick the end goal on the calendar and forget about it yeah so basically pick that goal pick that date pay for the ticket and then reverse engineer from there so let's say you're doing a marathon uh and you're you know a novice runner you're going to reverse engineer from that date so let's say it's three four months out you bought the ticket you have the date down 
and you go from there and you'd be like, okay, what do I need to be doing this day, this day, this day, all the way back until the very first day you're starting. And then from there, pick, okay, this week I'm gonna run one mile. Next week I'm gonna run a mile and a half. And then you know you do something progressive and obviously you have some other things that are leading you there as well. Yeah. And I think another thing, um, the cool thing about paying is that there's accountability there. Another way you can use accountability is yeah. having people around you, yeah. exactly, that are doing something similar or that you know will be on top of you about it. Like, right. you know, if I you can't, if you can't hire a life coach and pay him thousands of dollars every yeah. week, then then have a buddy that's like, dude, did you go to the gym this morning? Or, yeah. Did you get up and run? Or or, yeah. or have a have a girlfriend or somebody that's gonna want to run with you, and they're like, hey, at seven o'clock we're gonna go run. You're like, yeah, yeah we'll be there. You know? As much as I love working out, as much as I love training, I'm, you know, and I am a personal trainer now. Uh, I you know last semester. I was working out with a buddy of mine, and it was the first time I had a friend that would consistently show up with me, which is really awesome, you know, early in the morning. And, um, you know, there was a couple mornings where I was just tired. I wasn't able to fall asleep the night before. And I was like, you know, everything in me was like, just go back to sleep, go back to sleep. But because my friend, because I knew he was gonna be there, because I knew that he was gonna be waiting on me, because I was the one coming up to workouts, I could not show up. I couldn't just be like, oh, sorry, bro, I fell back to sleep. Like that would have been messed up on my part because he could have been sleeping. So I, I showed up and I got a good workout in and I felt better afterwards. And, you know, maybe later on I took a nap, but at least I got my workout in and I was going working towards my goal. And so, you know, and it could even be as simple as like calling someone close to you, like maybe, a, um, you know, someone that you look up to, a mentor, or maybe even like your mom or your dad and call and be like, look, this is the goal I have. Just to let you know. So if you ever see me like doing something outside that would be towards that goal, then get on top of me about it. Like, if you have a goal to like lose weight, tell someone that's close to you that might see you, and like if they see you doing something outside, like if I told Ryan I'm want to get down to 185, and he sees me post on Snapchat that I'm about to eat a Domino's pizza, he's gonna be like, dude, what the hell are you doing? You're supposed to be. You got two weeks until you have to be at 185. Yeah. There's you know? a what, what did he call it? The um, if, you, if you're trying to achieve a goal, you set something that you really don't want to do as the um, is the penalty that you'll have to pay if if you don't achieve it. So um, there, there's a whole website that's based on this, and um, and and so you might pick your your least favorite charity. Let's say if you're a Republican, you're going to say I'm going to donate a hundred dollars to the Democrats, you know. And then and so then uh, there's there's this online. I, I wish I would have researched there's it. There's so many exactly incentives out there, both but, positive and negative. Yeah, and you could do it on a small level and just tell your friend, hey, I'm going to whatever I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do this for you if, yeah I'm gonna wash a car if I if I miss a workout this week yeah. or something like that and yeah and you can challenge your friend like me and Ryan can be like all right let's see whose bench press is, is have, you know who can bench more in 30 days and whoever loses has to you know clean the other's car or something like it can be fun too yeah. um, and it doesn't always have to be like you know a competition or a race or something it could be like me I'm just setting a date on the calendar personally um, but a lot of times those, those build incentive and uh, it helps you stop going through the motions so you have people holding you accountable, you have incentives going on. And um, lastly, I think setting prog process goals. So your product goals are like, what, like my product goal, for example, is I wanna hit 185 to 190 body weight. Um, never been that light before, or at least in a very long time. And so that's my product goal. I mean, like that's the end goal, like that's the trophy, that's the, that's the championship, whatever. And so my progress goals for me right now, like would be, hitting a certain uh, weight on my incline bench press or being able to run a certain uh, distance 
or doing this CrossFit workout faster than I did, you know, a month ago. Like setting these things that, and that helps you stay in the process of doing things. So like week to week, I'm trying to make my list stronger. I'm trying to go a little bit longer on, you know, on cardio. I'm trying to, you know, do one more rep here, two more reps there, a little five more pounds here. And so that keeps you motivated day in and day out because every day I walk into the gym, I'm like, okay, last week I did this weight for this many reps. I'm gonna try to do one more rep or I'm gonna try to do 10 more pounds or I'm gonna try to, you know, do it this much faster or whatever it is. As far as your nutrition goes, we gotta get you on some lifted meals. Yeah, yeah, we'll do some lifted meals and uh, yeah, and so, you know, whatever it is, um, that'll kind of help you stay present in the moment day to day. And uh, yeah, so choose some progress goals or process goals, I should say, sorry. And, um, and that'll help big time. And that was kind of what Ryan was talking about with the business thing, like, okay, what do we gotta do to hit 25K this week or month, whatever it is. You know whether that's marketing or, or whatever it may be so um, and then what happens Ryan if, if someone hits a rut or they fall off the wagon or maybe they're just not motivated or they lose motivation along the way um, I'd say don't beat yourself up and what did I say uh, I mean get get up and try again you know yeah. um, you're not gonna you probably most likely won't succeed on the first try so you're gonna have to try multiple times so you gotta adjust your uh, uh, your your strategies and come up with some new strategies and and try it more intelligently yeah. um, and then you know if you know there's there's so much on the internet now that if if you're looking for the right things you can find help for just about anything yeah. uh, YouTube's incredible because it's free and there's so many people out there just try don't get the long-winded people but, um, <laughs> But yeah, don't don't get discouraged, um, and and keep pushing forward. Yeah, and I think motivation is a daily thing. Like me and Ryan are pretty self motivated people, but um, I, I listen to some sort of podcast yeah. or even music. Like some, I, I listen to a lot. I'm big into music, so like I'll I'll throw on my headphones, and uh, it'll get me pumped up. Like I was listening to music on the way to come do these podcasts, and I, I was getting all jacked up. Like so, music is big for me. Yeah. Uh, podcasts, YouTube videos. So I mean, I'm almost, I, almost every day I'm listening to something that's jacking me up. Yeah, turn off the trashy music, turn off the news, anything yeah. that's negative in your life, get rid of it, yeah. and just put more positive stuff in your life. Yeah. Um, the uh, the the music we listen to sometimes, uh, it's if if the words are bad, just stop listening to it. I don't care how catchy it is. Yeah. Because you don't want to subconsciously repeat those bad lyrics in your head all day long. Yeah, unless like, I don't know, like I listen to like some hardcore rap or like old school rap sometimes, but I mean like, that's just my style I guess sometimes. But that's I, your style. <laughs> you know, like it just makes me feel like Swim I'm about to... Sydney. Yeah, exactly. But um, but yeah, so yeah, this motivation is 100% a daily thing, um, whether that's, you know, intrinsic or extrinsic and... Uh, and yeah, I mean, if you everyone's gonna fall off the wagon, you know, like I mean, even pro athletes, you know, they have bad performance. You know, Drew Brees or Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or or uh, you know Conor McGregor, you know, any of these these big big athletes, they're gonna have games or matches or competitions where things just don't happen the way they want to, or or they're not playing the way they want, or maybe they weren't practicing as hard as they should have, or they weren't eating the way they should, or whatever it may be and 
you just can't beat yourself over it. Like Ryan said, you gotta look at why, what happened, why did it happen, and what are you gonna do to make sure it doesn't happen again? So if you're, again, the back to the diet thing, you know, if I if Friday comes and I'm feeling nice and lean, I'm like, you know what, I'm ahead of schedule, I'm gonna go smash this pizza, and then that turns into like a weekend long binge, you know, then I'm gonna think, okay, well, why did I do that? What caused it? And how can I avoid that? And how am I gonna go, you know, how am I gonna uh, make sure that I hit my goal still or that I don't make that happen again? And so you just gotta constantly be, you know, measuring and adjusting and figuring out what works and what doesn't work. And, um, you know, it's going to happen. You're going to fall off the wagon. It's, it's, it's natural. Don't beat yourself up over it. And, uh, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Drugs are bad. <laughs> um, one last thing, uh, make sure to follow us on all our social media, Instagram, Facebook, etc. Um, we're going to have idea dailies on YouTube coming out. I mentioned that in the last podcast and I uh, hope you guys have a great week. Peace out. Peace for the sky. Keep your eyes.